perspective for one year. You recognize one piece and peanut spread, you know, just spread it out. The remainder is your asset. Therefore, banks and other financial institutions look at you. Why don't you leverage that instead of going outside, raise equity and dilute your um, ownership or raise debt and pay tons of money just to interest payments, right? So that makes sense. And there are many you know, banks and financial institutions sprouting. Um, and many few of them are doing really well as a, a company. So if you look at that and the way that you need to think about is still the structures and the terms of a traditional financing apply, such as interest, duration, the term structure, how you uh, make the cash flow work, right? And debt covenants. They don't say debt, but it is essentially debt, right? You're leveraging your future. You're mortgaging your future revenue streams, right? So those concepts agree and economically it needs to make sense. A good deal in all cases, it benefits both, not just a one side lopsided, right? So the timing of cash flow, all those things need to be taken into consideration. Absolutely. Louis, do you have anything to add to that from what you've seen in your experiences? Well, yeah, I, th I think it's a, it's a really good question. I'm gonna take it in stages. At the very earliest stage, um, when you're trying to raise capital, I find that a lot of startups are, need to demonstrate some proof points that there is a product market fit. So they, they've identified a problem, they've brought, they've created a solution, and now they want to raise some sort of capital. And so the first thing I tell them is you've, you're having these discussions with potential customers, potential channel partners, get me an LOI, some letter of intent, very softly worded that, that demonstrates that you have interest from a customer, that there is an co ongoing conversation. And, and it's maybe too early for that to be recognizing revenue, but I find that that's one way to really demonstrate to an investor, whether it's an angel, uh, a friend, a family member, um, or you know, if, if you're really lucky, a venture firm. Um, next, um, I find that yeah, you, you might get to a point where one of these customers is, is interested in, in um, <coughs> adopting your product and being what we call a POC, a proof of concept. And usually you're not getting revenue for that, but it, it implies that both parties are going to uh, uh, commit some resources to the relationship and see if it works, prove the concept. And, and that's even more compelling, uh, obviously, than, than a... Um, uh, just a, an LOI. Um, so obviously as many of those as you can collect uh, as you can are, are great. And having somebody like Catherine review those in advance and, or develop those, those documents before you sign them is really important so that it's clear who owns whatever intellectual property is created uh, through that proof of concept uh, mechanism. And then finally, when you've, when you've gotten through the, the, that, that part of your, your product development, and you're ready to what we call go into commercial shipment or ship your product or in, in, in fact, get revenue for it, then, then you really need to spend some time brainstorming all the different ways that you know, value is being created, all the different ways that IP is being created, all the different ways that data is being created, who owns what, who's responsible for what, and making sure that you're, 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 you have some sort of agreement that sets this out. And I really enjoy working with you, Catherine, because you're so good at, 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 at taking clients through this process and helping them come up with an agreement that works. Um, and, and, and those agreements are really what are most compelling at funding. Um, and obviously, if you don't have agreements, 
uh, your, and you have sophisticated investors come in, they're going to look at these pieces of paper and, and have all these questions. And, and, and uh, certainly you wouldn't want to scare somebody away uh, by having given a, a, a royalty-free permanent license to your IP for the rest of all time uh, to a customer inadvertently. Um, so th those are my two cents on, on that topic. And I know, Brett, you work with a lot of startups uh, at, you know, trying to, to get to monetization and, and, of course, to raise capital uh, to get to monetization. And, and you've got great experience here as well. I'd love to hear your perspective. 